Most of us like the idea of God changing circumstances instead of God changing us. And that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp. And today we have part one of a three-part message by Stephen Furtick. And he's talking to us about breakthrough and getting your breakthrough, basically, and, and how breakthrough happens. And, you know, a lot of times we wait for God to just come, wait for the right situation, wait for everything to, all the stars to align and everything just to be perfect for us to really believe. You know, God, we want God to change our circumstances instead of believing God and really stepping out in faith and doing what God has called us to do. It's like we don't want God to necessarily change us, but we want God to change our circumstances. And I know I've been guilty of that many times. Yes, I I mean, I want to change, but I also want my circumstances to change. But God is way more concerned about us changing to be more in his likeness. Here's Pastor Stephen. Well, there was a man who found himself in the same situation, and he was in the right place at the right time, because unbeknownst to him, when he left his house that day, Jesus was passing by the pool at Bethesda. The scripture reads in John chapter 5, verse 1, sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. It doesn't specify which festival, yet Jesus makes a detour, verse 2, near the Sheep Gate, because there's a pool near the Sheep Gate which in Aramaic is called Bethesda. And so there is a meeting within the meeting. In other words, there is a purpose for Jesus' visit to Jerusalem, yet within the purpose of the festival that he is visiting, he stops by to see about one specific person. The scripture further details that this pool was surrounded by five covered colonnades, and here, everybody say here. Say it again. Say here. 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 Just marking it off. Here, a great number of disabled people used to lie. The blind, the lame, the paralyzed, the gossips, the addicted, the cynical. If I kept going, I could hit you. But I'll be nice and move on to verse 5. I will have you notice that we're going straight from verse 3 to verse 5, because in most modern translations, there is no verse 4. And maybe I'll explain that to you in a moment. But all you need to know for right now is one was there who had been an invalid for 38 years. And when Jesus saw him lying there and learned, that he'd been in this condition for a long time, he said, well, there's no use in me bothering with him. I might as well find somebody else. Huh? When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been this way a long time, he said, oh, well, that's just Bob over there. Bob's never going to change. Bob's always been that way. Oh, see, when Jesus walked by, he, he looked for the worst situation and went straight up to it. And Sometimes when we come to church, we think that God can only deal 
with the presentable parts of our life, but breakthrough happens when you're willing to expose that place. That place. And so Jesus walks right up to that guy, that place, that person, that situation. And he asked a question that on the surface seems obvious, but when he learned of his condition, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? And uh, I want to stop there and preach for a moment on this subject where breakthrough begins. Where breakthrough begins. Touch somebody, say, This is the place. And now is the time where breakthrough can begin. You know what's weird to me, and I've never gotten used to this, and I've been a pastor for over 10 years now. Thank you, thank you so much. It's really nothing. But it is weird to me how people will come to church frequently and have absolutely no desire or intention to change anything about their life based on what they experience. It reminds me of the days of yore. The town was Monk's Corner, South Carolina. The fitness facility was the YMCA. And I noticed one guy in the gym named Rush. Rush was big and strong, probably on steroids. There was another guy there. I won't say his name. Since it's Monk's Corner, let's call him Bubba. And Bubba, <laughs> Bubba might be watching online, so we'll change his name. But Bubba was at the YMCA every day. Like every day he was there when I got there. He was there when I left. But Bubba did not have the physique indicative of the fact that he spent the majority of his waking free hours at the YMCA. And one day I asked Rush about Bubba. I said, Rush, I noticed Bubba doesn't look like you. Bubba's been here longer than you, and he leaves after you, and he doesn't look like you. And Rush said to me, Bubba doesn't come to lift. Bubba comes to walk around and see who he can talk to on the treadmill. Bubba comes to check out girls in the aerobics class. Bubba's a creeper. Bubba don't want no gains. Reminded me when I went to Buck. Buck was going to train me, and this was years ago. And I, I, I met with Buck to train me because he was a trainer. And I said, Now you need to know before I come to the training appointment, I said, There are certain exercises I do and certain exercises I don't do. I don't run. I don't jog. I don't do any sort of cardio. I don't believe in that. I, I, I don't do legs. I remember he just nodded. Okay. I don't do pull-ups. I don't mind dips. And I had prescribed for him what I would and wouldn't do. Like when I went to the dentist and the dentist dental assistant hygienist said, um, I need to talk to you about, and I interrupted her. I said, I know, you're going to tell me to floss. But let me tell you what I've told every dental hygienist before you. 
and anyone that comes after you, you can give me the floss with the little Spider-Man on the floss pack, but I do not floss. You can show me pictures. You can tell me horror stories how little Johnny doesn't didn't floss and now he has AIDS. I I will not floss. Reminds me of some of y'all sit there listen to me preach every week. And it wouldn't matter what I say and how I shout. I mean, my God, I can preach my intestines out on this stage. And some of you, it's like you came in with a resolution, this steely resolve. I will not change. Now, there are some things in my life that I would like to see change. And I've noticed in just over 10 years of pastoring that most of us love the idea of God changing our circumstances more than the idea of God changing us. That was Stephen Furtick, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under Stephen Furtick, Where Breakthrough Begins. You can find out more information about him at his website, stephenfurtick.com. Hope you have an amazing day, and I will see you tomorrow. God bless.